Hello everyone and welcome to this interview where we'll talk about uh, finding meaning and living a more fulfilled life and how we can do this through adversities. If it's your first time here, my name is Spiros and I help people to overcome the anxiety and frustration of day-to-day -day life. So they step closer to their well-being and start living a more meaningful life. I'm also taking interviews from uh, inspiring people that have a strong message to the rest of us. And today this person is uh, Monica Kozlovska. And uh, Monica is international fulfillment, business coach and NLP practitioner. And, and she helps women to find the courage to start living the life they, they love. I, I, didn't, I didn't know much about uh, Monica before I read a post from her where she said that she's cancer free and that cancer can, can help us to realize what is important for us. And I didn't need anything else to be intrigued, so I asked her for an interview. And um, so, yeah, welcome, Monica, and thank you for being here, and great news being cancer-free. Thank you. That is such a nice introduction. Thank you for having me, and thank you for considering me as you know, an inspiring person. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, your message really meant a lot to me. And um, yeah, because as you said, we had not really interacted much before. And and it's just nice to know that, you know, it's nice to know that you, you saw the post and you actually found the courage to, to message and, and, you know, and, and ask for this interview. It really, it really means a lot. So thank you. You're welcome. I think it's best to start with your story and because I don't really like to just read your bio myself, I think you yeah. are the best person, the best person to, to tell us about you. <laughs> so <laughs> would you like to share with us your story? Yeah, sure, of course. So, well, in short, I um, got four years ago, I was living a perfect life on paper, um, but I was really unhappy and I just, I didn't understand why and it felt really weird because I had so much so much more than a lot of other people and and at the same time I was really really unhappy and um to to cut it short I I decided to discover why that was and that's kind of what led me into personal development and and coaching because I realized that there is not one recipe to fulfillment that we all like to follow. And and I I just I decided to to commit my life to finding out what's actually important um in terms of creating a fulfilled life. And and I just got really hooked <laughs> and and I did my coaching qualification, I built up NLP on top of it. And in the meantime, I created my coaching business and I realized that a lot of coaches started also coming to me helping asking if I could help them build their businesses as well and so my narrative around it is that you know if part of what fulfillment means to you is consists of having a successful business then then I could help you as well um and I think the last thing that's that's really important is that I'm also a cancer survivor just as you said <laughs> So um, yeah, beginning of this year, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer, and that was a huge wake-up call, I think. And um, yeah, and as I said, uh, it really helped me look at life differently and what's important. And uh, 
yeah, I'm excited to share more about it because I think it's I think this part of my story is definitely worth sharing. Yeah, yeah. And we will have the chance to to talk about your cancer story in, in a moment. But before I want to ask you what does fulfillment mean to you? Yeah, so it's that's a really good question. And it's funny because when I, I remember the day when I decided to go out there as a fulfillment coach and and I thought bloody hell this is like some people don't even know what that means like you know it's a fancy word <laughs> but well, what is it and, and the truth is that you know fulfillment means something else to, to, to me and probably means something else to you it's very subjective uh, uh well the meaning depends on the person really and um and that's that is the funny thing that we're you know we're told that certain things are going to make us fulfilled but at the same time, you know, in a way on paper, we know that it actually means something else to everyone. So how come there's one recipe for it? <laughs> and but I thought a lot about it. And I think for, for me, fulfillment, fulfillment is the state of being clear on who you are, meaning being clear on the beliefs that you have about yourself and support and being clear on your strengths and being clear on your values. So having this clarity around who you are whilst being happy with and grateful for what you've got right now while pursuing goals that are important to you so it's a long definition <laughs> but i i do truly wholeheartedly believe in that and that's yeah that is what fulfillment means to me yeah yeah and to me it makes sense what you said you know to to be clear on on uh, you know on our values and who we are and to set goals and to progress on that path and you know to in you know, what kind of person we want to be on moment to moment on day to day um, yeah. so yeah yeah it, it it makes it makes sense your your answer mm, my, you. my my next question is because we are also talking about cancer here so i'm just wondering how fulfilled were you before you find out you you had cancer so it I was actually very fulfilled <laughs> and, and uh, but cancer really did change me so I think I, it was you know it well it was January end of January this year so I you know I started my coaching journey over three years ago so I, I really changed a lot about my mindset and, and, and myself as well and I became really really aware of you know the bit about myself being clear on who I am and also what I wanted my life to look like and 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 I did know that gratitude is very very important because I do think what you said about you know what person you want to be day to day I think what's really important is not just to set goals but to enjoy the journey because you know what what if we never get where we're going and all of a sudden our life ends and we never appreciated what we had in between on the journey so um so i would say well all the work that i've done across the years definitely helped me to have the outlook on my cancer journey the way i, I the way i looked at it basically um but so uh, to answer your question i would probably say i was i guess eight out of ten fulfilled and and what changed is with with cancer i i realized that i might not have as much time on the surface i 
well, I will. And, and you know, I'm like, well, obviously I'm cancer free. The cancer might always come back. I'm like, well, you know, I might as well die tomorrow because I get hit by a bus. It's, you know, that, that's relevant. I think we all know that somewhere on paper, but we don't really act like this. And I think for me, just being told that, well, you do have cancer, Monica, it was, I really needed to hear that because I, I realized that even though I was clear on what I wanted my life to look like, I was still focusing so much on, on, on certain things, not, not on every single goal that's in a way like important to me. Let's, let's take the, my, my personal life and like my, my dating life, for example. I would always choose my business and my career. That is, and I love what I do. I would always choose that over my um, love life because I was like well you know I would get to that I will have this family eventually and and then and then and then you know the cancer thing I think the cancer diagnosis happened and and I was like oh shit <laughs> whoa well what what if I don't and and you know and 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 the tr truth to be told even though I loved helping people change their lives for the better and it's really energizing for me it's really rewarding I truly believe that's what I'm here to do I realized that I really want this family I really want to actually have a loving relationship and that that means making choices to you know well we'll explore that make time for dating <laughs> and not just uh, on, on other things that are really important to me but it was it was a huge thing for me and I yeah that's what I did I remember when I had my what I had my surgery and then I had two weeks recovery and I decided to take a week off from coaching <laughs> that's when I signed up for like on a dating app <laughs> um yeah and then, you know it's a small thing and some people like just you know it, it might not mean that much but it, it meant a lot to me and um and i'm really happy with with that i'm really happy that i became aware of it because my priorities changed mm. and and i really needed that because it was i realized it's so much easier to to you know it was so much easier for me to focus on my business and and my career and 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 you know and it, i guess it wasn't that easy when it comes to my personal life and I always I like to believe that I could do it one day and I think that's what cancer really the cancer diagnosis just told me uh -uh, that one day might never come like the time really is now and yeah and I'm really grateful for that because my life really has changed for the better and now I would genuinely consider myself 10 out of 10 fulfilled which is amazing yeah it's crazy when you hear this from people because you know i've heard it from other people as well that you know when you know cancer has made them see the life totally different and uh, as you said i think it's because when we are faced with death i mean we all know that you know at some point we will die but yeah. we, we don't really experience it in every day, day life so we kind of forgot about this but when we are facing death, it seems to me that we realize how limited is our time here. And, and then suddenly it becomes much more important. And things yeah. that were uh, 
were really important for us. They are still are important, but we realize there are other areas in our life, like as you said, you know, like uh, the the family aspect. Yeah. And, that is uh, so Go on, go on. And and you know, we're like I also thought because I did think you know it, it, it makes you think about death, whether you want it or not. If somebody tells you you've got cancer, <laughs> that's just what you think about. And and you know, I asked myself this question like, well, what? What, what do I want to be remembered for? And then I thought, well, you know, I, I just, I, I was there for so many people and that's amazing, but at the same time, do I want to be remembered just as a great coach who helped other people create more fulfilled lives? Not necessarily, that is not, I wanted more and I realized that, and it was a good realization to have and I would have never thought of it otherwise if I wasn't told that I've got cancer. And yeah, I realized I do want to be remembered as a mom as well. And, and I know that that's not something that happens overnight. So that, you know, takes time as well. And I just, and, and I'm really grateful for that because it's just, yeah, as I said, my priorities changed and I, I'm very, very grateful for that. Mm, yeah. And I mean, that, that's what fulfillment is, right? I mean, to be fulfilled in all areas in your life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I really like what you just said, you know, this question, you know, how do I want to be remembered for? And that's also a great coaching question. When I, when I ask my clients that, you know, there is a shift in how they think. Because in our, as we said, you know, in our everyday life, we don't really see things from our deathbed back and see how our life we want to be. We just say, okay, we are, we are in our comfort zone here. We just, we are okay, we are happy. Let's continue with the same thing. But when something like cancer or some other, uh, you know, big disaster happens in our life or adversity, then we realize that, you know, things, other things are important and we should approach them now instead of just waiting for some day to come. Because, uh, as you said, you know, family takes time. It's not something you can go to the supermarket and buy it. You know, having a baby takes like nine months. And before that and after, it's just a a big thing. And everything takes time. But now that that you, we we talked about cancer, I'm just wondering what happened inside your head the first time that that you heard that you had cancer. So when I found out that I had, cancer I, I I literally I went to I went it was at the Cromwell Hospital in London and I went to the bathroom and I sat down on the floor and and I just I realized that I, I, I don't know how I'm going to tell my mum and because that's the phone call that no child I don't think ever actually wants to make and I don't know it's just I was really scared that I was not going to have enough time to do everything that I've always wanted to do and 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 then I well you know I sat there for like 15 minutes <laughs> and then eventually I I, I, I called my mom and I tried to be you know as positive as I possibly could because I knew I couldn't do it otherwise <laughs> and but yeah I was I was really scared I was really scared because I realized that you know even though I loved my life so much, I that that was that wasn't that wasn't it. Like it, there was so much more that I wanted to do, and and I was just scared that um it 
you know, it, it might be it. And, 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 you know, it was, it was trying to find this balance with, you know, if the, if worse comes to worse and this is it, then, then, then that's okay. Because actually it's not the life that you hate. You build the life that you really, really, truly love. And then, and then, and then so the balance of being okay with that. And also, yeah, looking at the positives and like knowing that, you know, it, chances are that I am going to be okay. And then promising myself that if that's the case, I really am going to focus on things that I haven't focused on yet. So, yeah. Could, could you, I'm just interesting, could, could you describe us what was your, what was your scariest and darkest moment? And um, yeah, it was when I realized that I didn't like, you know, I, I, I'm connected with so many people and, and I do have a lot of friends and then, but I remember I would like get home, like if, if, you know, it's dark day in January in London and then you get home and you realize it's just, it's just you. And I, I, I think that was, I felt really, there were moments when I felt really very much alone in the whole situation. And, and it was, um, it was finding this courage to kind of show up with myself for myself in the morning and, and also for, for other people as well, because mm. I work with other people all the time. And I think it was, it took a lot for me because, um, yeah, that was probably the hardest, just, just, and that's connected <laughs> weirdly with this, with the fact what I realized that I had, how I didn't spend any time building like a relationship or a family because I realized it would have been so much easier if I had this support network and you know I found it within my friends and it was there but like there were moments when I was just alone in my flat and and you know my family lives abroad and it was just me <laughs> and uh yeah and it was it was hard <laughs> um but you know it's um I think the mindset work that I did across the years, like it really helped, like, because otherwise I don't know what, like it would have been really hard. So, um, yeah. And it was, it was also discomfort because I think as much as I tried to be okay on those days when, you know, I just felt really lonely in the whole situation. It was those conversations, the snippets of conversations that I had with my doctors around how cancer actually might, impact my fertility and the ability to have what I realized I haven't had and so much wanted to have and I think those were the moments where I was like oh, fuck <laughs> like it's just you know it, what if even though you know what if I'm going to be okay but I'm not ever going to be able to have what I really really want so much and then but then you know then I would kind of coach myself out of it thinking okay well you know well you can create family in so many different ways it's not necessarily the end so that that helped mm, nice well i i wanted to ask you actually what uh, what has helped you through through the journey and you you kind of you already answered that <laughs> yeah it was i'm sorry um yes i think it's also gratitude i you know what what i said in my definition of fulfillment like you know it's all you know get to make sure that you're happy and grateful for what you've got now and I realized that 
I probably hadn't practiced it as much until I got cancer and it really, really helped me out. And and I think, oh, I'm sure that a part of why I'm just so happy right now is because I practice this gratitude pretty much every day. Because I have the best mom in the entire world, even though she's not necessarily based right next to me, um, but she talks to me every day and some you know this great support i have the most incredible friends as well and and that's yeah it really meant a lot even yeah it's it's crazy how much support i got when i actually sat down and recognized that i have so much to be grateful for and and it's amazing and it's so much more than a lot of other people have i'm sure because yeah and and it really really helped me out and it's yeah, it's, I, I think it's really easy to, we like to focus on what we don't have instead of what we do have. And, well, you know, I'm studying positive psychology right now and that's pretty much what it is. Like, you know, our minds are designed to just like focus on, on you know, what's missing. Oh my God, what, what, what's not working instead of what's actually working. And there was a lot that was working throughout my cancer journey, which is the support that I would get. You know, after my surgery, my friends would genuinely come to like she wouldn't go to sleep without like knocking on my door and being like hey just checking how you feel like do you need anything my you know my best friend cooked like a home cook brought me home cooked soup and like sat with me in this hospital for the whole time and you know those are the things that like they didn't have to do i never asked them to do that yeah. they just did it themselves and i was like jesus christ this is so much be grateful for and and that you know that didn't go away the moment I found out that I'm cancer free it's mm. still here and it's it's a really good reminder it's really good to know especially on days when you know we all have days when we feel a bit crap so it's just nice to remember what we have to be grateful for and that definitely helped me out yeah yeah I I totally agree you know it feels to me that you know gratitude connect us with the present moment because you you don't need anything to be grateful i mean even a walk in the park and smelling the flowers i don't know watching the butterflies <laughs> you know we can be grateful for that but we don't really appreciate these things in our everyday life i mean i remember before the lockdown when i had to go somewhere i was just rushing through the park not really not not really being there you know, yeah. seeing the trees and the birds and everything. So that is so true. Wait, you said sorry, I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, <laughs> but go on, go. Really important. You said you know just being there. And what I the, the, the big thing that I realized is that before cancer, I was all about doing, like so much about doing instead of being. Mm, and yeah. now I'm really really finding this balance between being and doing and actually I kind of want to be more <laughs> than just and it's a beautiful place to be in so yeah so thank you yeah. for mentioning yeah I mean doing and being just uh, to, to me it's like you, you mentioned actually before you know now we are more about external stuff it's about doing you know uh, but it seems to me that we are lacking something inside, like, as you said, like being more. And um, well, I wanted to ask you because I watched uh, some of your videos and one of your latest, latest videos, you said, you know, I should be happy. And, you know, the emphasis is on should. Uh, 
because I have a lot. And uh, it seems to me that, you know, the modern way we live in these societies, in this Western kind of world, you know, has affected us a lot. So how, how do you think this modern way of living um, affect us in, in our everyday life? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really glad that you picked up on that. It's, yeah, it's true. I actually do get a lot of people reaching out to me saying exactly that, saying, well, I'm just, I don't know why I'm not happy. I don't know why I'm not fulfilled because I, I'm, you know, I, I've got so much. And that's, that is precisely how I felt, you know, four or five years ago. I, I just, I think, you know, we're not, nobody tells you it's cool, <laughs> you know, get clear on who you are. <laughs> and, you know, we, what we hear is that, you know, you're supposed to have a good job. You're supposed to, you know, like go up the career ladder. You are supposed to have a partner and you able to go on fancy holidays. It's the sign of making it is when you don't have to check your bank account um, within your the whole month and you know because you can just afford anything and 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 you know that's in a way what we, we build this idea that this is what's supposed to make us happy and and the truth is that it's it's not necessarily that because it you know I've the reason why I do what I do now is because I ticked everything off the list and there was all of a sudden nothing else I could think of at the time that was supposed to make me happy. And I was all like, Jesus, I've never been more unhappy. <laughs> and I think if we, and you know, I think there's a lot of people there who had a lot of great things, like on paper, their lives look almost perfect. And I think when they catch themselves saying that, oh, I should be happy, then, then something isn't working. And, and I think what it comes down to is that, you know, truth to be told, there's, as I said, there's no one recipe that works for everyone. You know, a, a, a big house with a swimming pool, it's not going to make every single person equally happy. It's, and, and, you know, and it's good to remember that, you know, it's, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with the things that we have right now, but chances are they're just not designed for us. It's very subjective what we need. Like, we all have different values and different strengths and different things are important to us and you know somebody who values freedom is going to be living completely different lives as somebody who values security the most mm. and it's it, it, it there's no right or wrong it's just the way it is and i think it's it's about giving ourselves permission that you know it, it, it's okay to admit that actually despite everything that i've got right now i'm not 10 out of 10 fulfilled but, you know, and once we do that, we can figure out what it is that's not working and, 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 you know, get to the stage where we don't have to tell ourselves that we should be happy with what we've got. We are just happy. And, um, yeah, I do. Well, I mean, going back to your question, I like to obviously talk about things that are not related to what you asked me about. Well, everything is kind of connected, it seems to me. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's, you know, we are, like, everywhere, I think, from media, you just get all those little pieces of information in terms of what is supposed to make us happy. And, you know, you have to, I don't know, like, go to Maldives, and that's, that is an indication that, you know, you can afford that, you can go there, that is supposed to make you happy, you do that, and all of a sudden, you're like, well, it's a nice place, but, like, actually, 
nothing really changed. And um, yeah, because it, it is, it really does come down to learning more about who you are and what's important to you. And that's, that it does take some work you know it's you're not you can't learn it it's cool nobody's necessarily going to tell you what well, this is who you are like you discover it yourself and then once you know that it's so much easier to to you know to live your to create your life the way that is actually going to make you happy mm, yeah yeah it makes total sense you know i i i grew up in greece and in greece you know the mentality is that you finish school, you go to the university, you you get married, you have two kids, one car, one house, and then you are, you know, <laughs> you, you check all, all, the, all the boxes. Yeah. And to be honest, you know, it's quite hard to, to to be clear on who you you are when you have all these kind of pressures from your, you know, the school, parents, you know, the society. To, to me, a lot of things changed when I moved to Denmark, when I realized that the basic assumptions are totally different. Because in Greece, you know, in, in Denmark, it's nothing like that. And then I started realizing that, you know, it's it's not for everyone like this. So, yeah. although it's, it's very important to be clear on who we want to be, it just feels to me sometimes it's very hard for some people who live some under under some conditions to to yeah. realize this. Um, now, no, no, on a kind of different uh, topic, because you, we are humans, you know. We have our ups and we have our downs, and obviously, you you seem very happy and smiling and very, you know, very. Oh. I don't know how to express it. You know, very, very, yeah, very very joyful person. <laughs> Thank but, um, you. <laughs> Uh, but I'm guessing you also have your downs, and uh, if you do, you ever feel unmotivated, perhaps I don't know, sad. And if you do, what do you do? What, what do you say to yourself to 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 go on yeah. to, to 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 change it? Uh, I do. Yes, I'm. You know, I'd like to consider myself a positive person. It's true. <laughs> you know, I think that. But I do have days that are not great and I don't feel great. I don't feel great about myself. I don't feel great about everything that happened today. And, and, and you know, it's a thing is all part of the journey. And I think I would say, yeah, it's, you know, it's all part of the process. And, you know, we all, I think, have setbacks and we all have those days when things are not going the way that we want them to be going. And I think it's, I think what really helps is, I mean, I would say, I give myself permission to be just kind to myself and it's and it's really important to me because I was really used to be really good at just beating myself up for not accomplishing what I wanted to do oh I was so good at that <laughs> and and I think it's you know it, it it's all about the, the relationship that you have with yourself and I think you know I learned across the years especially those of the cancer definitely helped I I realized that you know in order for everything to be working it's it, it definitely helps when I'm kind to myself and and I give myself permission to actually have those days and and it helps because then next day instead of just beating myself up and going and buying a jar of Nutella and eating jar of Nutella on top of it just so I can then feel even worse about myself it's you know I'm just like oh, okay well actually I did not do what I wanted to do but that's okay I can 
do it tomorrow or a day after. I, I think it's about the acceptance that bad days when we feel unmotivated, it is all part of the journey. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to create and achieve whatever I'm working towards if I have a bad day or a bad week or whatever, you know, it's, um, yeah, just, just, just remembering that, that it's not always, you know, all roses and, and, you know, and unicorns and everything is amazing. I think it's really important to know that having a bad day or week or a month doesn't mean that your life is over and you suck. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. So, and when you give yourself permission to, to, to do that and you're just being kind to yourself I'm not saying using it as an excuse all the time to not do anything I think there's a balance between that but but yeah it's I find that I actually get back on track quicker when I'm kind to myself and I give myself permission to just have a day off like that and just you know spend the day you know watching Netflix and because the next day I genuinely am somehow more motivated i'm like okay well that was that was fun <laughs> didn't really do much what i wanted to do but you know now i have this energy and clearly my body just needed that so yeah, yeah that's what i would say yeah it, it it makes perfect sense you know as you put it because you know we need both aspects you know we need the positive but also the negative and i really like what you said about you know accepting this other aspect and you know it's not about I'm, I'm 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 guessing that's what you mean it's not about passively accepting the situation oh, oh yeah my God, what happened to me it's more like you know allowing this to to exist and not like to to okay go away i don't really want to feel like that i have to be productive yeah. today i have to do that and that and that <laughs> because yeah. then it's not about being as you said before you know yeah. being and doing yeah okay nice um uh we are going towards the end of um of the interview but i want to ask more specifically because in in your bio you said you you help women who are sick and tired of ticking the boxes <laughs> to to help to to find the courage to create a life they they love and i'm just uh, wondering how how does your your journey so far and perhaps also through cancer help and inspire other people and particularly women to to do that yeah right thank you uh yeah so i i mean it's what you said about your up, upbringing in greece it's it's almost what it is um i think i i realized that you know across the last couple of years that's you know i've been connecting with those women um i would coach those women and and i was one of those women as well like you know i believed that there were certain things that were supposed to make me happy and i would just tick them off the list and and then eventually there was nothing to tick anymore and i was very unhappy and so that's when i realized something needed to change and i did think that you know when you live your life like this you live your life by the book and you you know you you do what is supposed to be right it's it does take being able to find the courage to change that because you know it's not that you're going to tell yourself well okay well tomorrow i'm going to be going wild and not taking any boxes like you know how do you find the courage to do something else 
and what is that other thing and I just yeah I realized that there is a lot of women out there who live their lives like this and they deserve better and they you know and I just love supporting them in terms of finding the courage to actually break that cycle and figure out what would make them happy and 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 how to create that life and as I said I used to be one of them I used to just tick the boxes without thinking much of whether or not that was for me or not and then eventually there's nothing else to take and I was very unhappy and and it only changed when I actually did the internal work and I found the courage to create the life that I wanted to have and and I think there's a lot of people out there who could benefit from that yeah yeah totally you know it's funny um because uh sometimes we believe that we need something big to start changing our life and you know to 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 be honest with you sometimes i i secretly wish i had cancer as a, as a wake-up call but we don't have to go to these extremes to realize that we can have a meaningful and fulfilled life now. So yeah. what what uh, what could you tell to people how to to start having a more fulfilled life right now? Not, not in a year or 10 years or tomorrow, but right now. I would say, you know, focus on this part around who you are. And, you know, that might sound a little bit woo-woo. <laughs> But it's, it's true, like, you know, find out what you value. Take some time to spend on yourself because I think a lot of us actually think that that would be a waste of time because we're constantly in this doing mode that taking time to actually explore ourselves might be, it might seem unnecessary, but also probably a little scary because, you know, what if I've been living in this world for four to five years and then all of a sudden I find out that I actually am somebody that I didn't think I was. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there are also benefits to it because I do think that awareness is the first step to change. And, you know, even if you, if you find out that your main, like, just, you know, values test. And I would say, you know, even if you find out that you value freedom and then you look at your life and you realize that you are, you know, being micromanaged at work you, every single holiday you go for is scheduled every day you know what you're going to be doing and your partner likes to make all the decisions for you well and you all of a sudden feel like you wouldn't because you wouldn't consider yourself 10 out of 10 fulfilled and chances are it's because there's not much freedom but how would you know that if you didn't do the test and you didn't realize that that's what it is so i would say yeah just spend some time exploring yourself and yeah maybe think about what fulfillment means to you and and yeah just start there yeah it's uh, it's exactly what i have in my head actually you know to be clear on who you are and to to understand your values because th these are the ones who who give us the the direction of on, on yeah. which, what path we want to to live and i really yeah. like your example with being uh, you know with the freedom but your schedule is you know everything is, is scheduled and uh, someone else controls your your life you know <laughs> um where people can find out more about you 
So uh, you can find me, you can find me on Facebook, just under my name. <laughs> uh, you can go to my website, which is, uh, well, also my name and my surname. So it's www.monikakoslovska.com. Um, and yeah, you can also find me on Instagram. Um, if you were interested to chat, you can, through my website, you can book yourself uh, a discovery call, uh, which is free. So um, yeah, so we can connect by that. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere. So <laughs> I'm sure it's not that hard to find me. Nice. I, I will put all these links in the description really? below. So people will, it will be easier for people to, to find out, uh, found out more about you. Is, is there anything that uh, that we missed that we we have we should have talked about but we didn't? Uh, no, I think I think it was great, and um, thank you for that. I think we covered the importance of exploring, you know, kind of just taking action towards creating this fulfilled life. And I think it's I think it's important, you know. So mm. yes, and I think the one thing is. To remember is that the time is now because we you know forever isn't guaranteed and i think that's that's something to keep in mind yeah yeah exactly well thank you monica for for being here with us and uh, you know telling all this uh, <laughs> your insights your uh, your learnings and everything thank and you very much pleasure uh well uh, i hope you all enjoyed this interview and yeah Take care.